So you put the scissors down and you pick up some other random tidbit on your desk. It's still blue. I don't have anything to pick up. Welcome back to the Dr. Z show. Uh, I mean, I have. How is everyone's quarantine? Well, in a few years, there'll be a quarant adult. <laughs> I can kick them out of the house. <laughs> so that's the kind of episode it's going to be, huh? That's, 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 that's the this, kind of episode it's going to be. That's the kind of episode we're having right now. Um, on another note, though. It's a manic episode. I thought of this. I thought of this. So. There's a cat in your background, by the way. Yes, my parents own a cat. So, if someone lives in Pennsylvania mm -hmm. and you are friends with them, whether or not you write to them, they are your pen pal. Yes. Yeah. Now, the question is whether or not they were your second to last friend that they made, that you have made, because then they would be your penultimate friend. Ah, nice. Oh, no, no. If, if you play Ultimate Frisbee, that's fun. Ah. Oh, yeah. There we go. Things to accomplish. The other question is, do throat punches to Anthony... <laughs> does it, like... Is it, like, a negative one on a scale, and it just removes a throat punch from my count? Or does he still deserve one? Like, I is it... I feel is, like is that's like up to you, too, right? Is it, like, a, is it like a, a scale... Well, see, here's the thing. I feel like if it removes from your count, you're still going to have a like irreparably a damaged esophagus. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, what constitutes a punch? Like, how is it the act of knuckle? Like, so you know, like one punch man. It... Oh no. Yeah, like very, that. Very very bad. So. We've all been stuck in our houses for a considerable amount of time, and we're going to be here for a considerably longer amount of time, except that the only person who is in their house right now is Jacob. <laughs> Correct. Interesting. I Claire think that's... is not at her apartment, and I am not at my apartment. That's what I believe we call in the business irony. Ironing. Yeah, okay. It sounded like she said Irene, and I was like, who the fuck is Irene? <laughs> Irony. Irony. Come on, Irene. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's Brenna's, like, northeastern, like, accent coming out when she tries to say the Irony? word Irony. Irony? I don't think so. I, it came out the first time in like the O. You pronounce the irony? O like too fast, so it just sounds like you're saying ir irony. Have you just considered that I speak quickly? Quick speakly. Speaking so of things we... that are quick, Jacob realized that the uh, Sonic movie is actually not good. Okay, that's not what he said. But that's what the ultimate. I on a overall yeah, on a, on a first like, picture watch, is 
on a first watch, it's enjoyable. It is not a movie that you could rewatch and enjoy. I feel like if you I feel like if you were to rewatch and enjoy it, you'd have to do it with some kind of like game. Okay, you know so I mean? like you have when, to act, you have to eat Olive Garden while you're watching it. Yeah, of course. But see, every, Brenna, every, your like a bre- opinion a about movies means less to me because we went willingly. We willingly went to someone's house to watch The Room. Yeah, and Again. it's a great movie that I've seen multiple times. Also, you willingly watched Cats. Yeah. I did go, I spent You're money. You're not helping your case. Opening weekend to see Cats. Quite intoxicated. Um, boy, was it a good time. Um, on my list of uh, bad decisions that are in movie form. Uh, <laughs> I did watch the Battleship movie. That's a very specific list to have. And, uh, oh man, hang the sea pirates of the Caribbean three in theaters. Yeah, mm, I guess. Bad. But we all did that, right? I mean, like, who no, hasn't? it's like no. Two... Wait, no, a bunch of you Wait. have people haven't seen the third one. I mean, I've seen it, but I didn't see it in theaters. I can the understand only... not fourth one because like the only I, one i've seen in theaters is the one where javier bardem says yog sparrow the whole time i don't remember which one that is, is that the fourth no one? that's the fifth one that's oh, the whatever. most recent one yog sparrow okay uh, so sparrow. i have i have two to add to jacob's list because i was present for both of them oh no oh that one yeah that one. Oh gosh the b movie <laughs> Well, you saw that we went, in theaters? We went yeah, we to see the theaters. B movie. Just us. Yeah, it was just, yeah. Oh my we God. went to see the B movie in theaters. I do own the B movie on DVD. How could you, how we could have known, though? It was like, Jerry Seinfeld's in it. Like, he's a, like, how could it, how could it go wrong? <laughs> it's about a bee seducing a woman. You don't know that from the trailers. <laughs> you kind of know that from the trailer, Jacob. You kind of know that. Okay, anyway. You know that they're going to be friends, but you do not know that he is going that there's going to be anything. Anyway. Anyway, B-sex aside, the other movie that we willingly went to see in theaters was Inception. Now, hear me out. Inception is a great movie. Unfortunately, Jacob got the time that the movie started wrong. Fortunately, we were there before the movie started. Unfortunately, it was opening weekend. Fortunately, there were still seats available. Unfortunately, they were in the front row. I don't recall any of this. So, fortunately, um, we got to watch the movie. Unfortunately, we had to watch the movie like this. So that's how I watched the Lorax. In um, theaters. You watched the Lorax, though. Opening weekends in theaters. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, that's I how did. I watched it. <laughs> I didn't enjoy the Onesler fandom that came out of it. <laughs> okay, so, Jacob, I have, I have a question about this. And I this is absolutely not something that we should. This is absolutely not something that we should talk about on the podcast. But I have to ask you before I forget: Were we on a date? Not us. Again, I'm not going to make that 
that mistake again. Were we on a date with the other two girls that we were meeting at the Inception movie? I have no idea. Was that a double? Who uh, were they? It depends on... No, no. I think it must... It might have been my friend Alex. Um, she... I know coming out of... I, I don't know because I, I I had never met them before. You knew who they were, and you told me about them. Had to have met and I had friend. never met them before, and I never yeah. saw them again. But you were like, "I think it's a date. Maybe it's a double date." And I was like, "What do you mean you think? What do you mean maybe?" You were very unsure, but you knew that they would be there. What you've never been on a date that you didn't realize was a date until halfway through when you guys. Well, I have. But who were, who were they? Like, what was, was the... It was my friend Alex, and I don't remember who the other girl was. Um, but, shoot, who would have that been? All I know is that Alex came out of Inception, like, with her mind broken, and, like, with the twist at the end. And we had to constantly ask her, like, are you going to be okay? Like, can you drive home? Yeah, no, I do remember that. She was just like... I remember that a solid 15 minutes after the movie ended. Yeah, because we stood in the lobby. We stood in the lobby until they kicked us out. They were like, you have to leave now because it was like 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. That's the other thing is Inception is two and a half hours long. And we did not know that before we went to make plans to see the movie. At like, You look up the time before you go. This was like a long time ago, like before the I internet. Might have, so. I think. Probably what happened is because no. back, I looked up move. I didn't have a smartphone, and so I looked up movie times in the newspaper, and so I probably just read like the wrong theater. Mm, yeah. Um, the good old days. Yeah. Um, but uh, other two movies on my like I make bad decisions with film is that I did willingly and like I did willingly purchase the. Super Mario Brothers movie, live action. <laughs> it was five dollars at Winco. Like so you have a physical copy. I have a physical copy. <laughs> you you can hold the Super yes. Mario Brothers movie between your two hands. Yes, I watched and I watched it. Um, and then we, me and my dad, you, went and you saw... know that the movie is not good, right? Yes. You are aware of this. Yes, That's why I he want, only paid $5 for it. I wanted, I wanted to know. That was $4.5 too much. Well, you're giving it 50 cents. Wow. Um, it's, it's, it's an okay movie, but it is not an, it's not an okay Mario movie. Like, it's not a good adaptation of the what game. What kind of movie is it, then? It's, it's a weird sci-fi movie. It's like a it's just, it's kind of like a what weird. Can we talk about? Can we talk about side. whatever the was it supposed to be Bowser? What were the what were the Koopa Troopas? They were supposed to be the Koopa Troopas. Yeah, the they Koopas. Were, they were Goombas. Oh, whatever. Really they look like down. weird. It looks like weird Master of Disguise turtle nonsense, and I'm not about it. They're basically just like giant. They're supposed to be kind of like giant, uh, like. They're Nazi horrifying. Characters, but with tiny. Tiny reptile heads. They're horrifying. Like some of them have snakes. Some of them, it's like snakes, turtles, lizard, dinosaur, tiny heads. Um, 
horrifying. Yeah, but uh, John Leguizamo's in it. And that doesn't make it better. <laughs> that's, that's like save saying, the movie. Luigi's like the best part of that movie. Like I that's admittedly like saying, that the rapport Steve between Chevy. the brothers is interesting. It's um, like saying Steve Buscemi saves Spy Kids. It's Princess Daisy instead of Peach. Yeah. Hmm? We've spent entirely too long talking about Wait, this anyways, from our the, fi- the, fi- the final thing, though, is um, uh, me and my dad saw Snow White and the Huntsman. Uh, I remember we got, this. We got front row. I remember you texted me after the movie, and you are like, what have I done? It was so bad, because it was just like, Ter- one bad film and like our heads just craned back the whole time. That's how I felt when my dad and I went to see the Bourne Ultimatum in theaters. He left like ten minutes in because he couldn't like because the chase camera is really prominent in the Bourne movies, okay. and so he just like couldn't take it. And he like stood out in the lobby on his BlackBerry the entire the entire film. Oh wow! And I I stayed in the theater. I was like, I'm I'm fine. I'm gonna watch it. The I for some reason saw. Oh God, which one was it? It's the Die Hard movie, the last Die Hard movie that came out, where his son's in it. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, where they're in Chernobyl. But then there's like a part where they're in Chicago or somewhere. <sighs> Dude, it's Timothy wild. Oliphant is the villain in this movie. Tell- Timothy Oliphant Jacob and is I have the talked about this. Jacob and I have talked about this movie on the podcast before. <laughs> because it's a bad movie. And I recall that Timothy Oliphant, who plays Agent 47 in Hitman, was in that movie. He was the villain. Okay. The movie's so bad. That's all. I like Live Free and Die Hard. But that's the, that's the third one? Fourth. I think. I thought sure. I thought the fourth one was Die Hard with a Vengeance. Do you know mm. what we should actually talk about though? Not the, the Die sub- Hard movies. Jacob's gonna subject- look it up. No, hold on. No, hold on. We can't reveal oh. our plan. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Fourth installment. Then what was? Which one was Die Hard with a Vengeance? Was it the second one? It's like this. No, or it was uh... the third. Just look up the whole Die Hard franchise. Or is that not even like a title? And I'm just like. No, no Die, Die Hard with a Vengeance is one of them. It's the third no, one. No, I think the last Die one is A Good Die Day to Die Hard. Vengeance, Live for Die Hard, and A Good Day to Die Hard is the 2013. That's the garbage one. So there's five. Yeah, there are too many. Okay. Not quite as too many as the Fast and Furious movies, but there are still too many. There's going to be ten, and the tenth one is going to be two parts. And it's not 10 movies, it's the 11 first, now, isn't it? The first movie in the two-part film should be Too Fast, and the second one should be Too Furious. Why don't we just move on from terrible action movies? The, the part about, the thing about, the thing about splitting movies up like this is what they did with The Hobbit. Why was The Hobbit three movies? It could have been two. Also, they added a bunch of unnecessary characters. Well, yes, because of money. But they added a bunch of characters that weren't that didn't exist. And, and... They're not real! And... Jacob, shut the fuck up. And... The last 
movie, the last Hobbit movie, the I think it's the Battle of Five Armies, the third one, right? Yeah, that won't set me off. The the last movie is like takes takes place over like fifteen pages of the book. Well, yeah, because he's not. You know how long the Hobbit is. Yeah, it's too long. Yes. You could no. have, you could have taken a large chunk from the book and made that movie. But instead you took you were like these 15 pages are pretty good and you that's made a whole That's because they wanted that's because they wanted to redo Helm's Deep. They wanted another Helm's Deep. But here's the problem. But Helm's, Helm's Deep was in the second movie. Yeah. I don't even remember what happens in the third movie. I've got to be honest. In the third Hobbit movie, I have no idea what happens. Or the third Lord of the Rings movie, I have no idea what happens. In Return of the King? Yeah, I have no idea what happens. The battle is at Osgiliath, and, um... Well, most of the Battle of Osgiliath takes place in the Two Towers. They escape Osgiliath in Return of the King. What's the... Ah, oh, it's the city in the cliff. I can never remember what it's called. I don't know how to tell you this more nicely, but I just don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just I don't that. care. But the ghost army. Minister. Um, I just. Oh do yeah, not you're care. right, Minister. Uh, it was that Abby. It wasn't me. Abby, you're right, Minister. But the ghost army. That's the best part of that movie. I just don't care. I really don't like. Like I don't care about Lord of the Rings. I don't care about wow. Star Wars. They're just not. And maybe it's because I came to them too late. You know what I mean? Like after the hype train. Yeah. You like, you got on, you got the hype train had left the station. Where like all of the the no, food like the, taken up by all the other people on the cars before you, and all yeah, the every ate half a tuna sandwich. No, it's like it's like when you're Jacob, on the last. This, Jacob, this analogy sucks. <laughs> so no, it's it's because like... it's, it's, it's the last car of the hype train, of course. What I what I'm thinking more is have you ever been to like a Nats game and then when you're getting on the metro you you end up like kind of in the last set of trains to go back like into Virginia from a Nats game and there's so much popcorn and like gum and weird Nats paraphernalia on the ground and you just you don't want to be there anymore because it's this all kind of gross. Specific. <laughs> Yeah, because this is happening to be Very specific. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Alienating the audience. <laughs> the worst, it's the worst place to be. Yeah. That was very specific. But, like, you know what I mean? I, I do, and that's why I'm, like, more concerned. <laughs> it's because it's, it's a universal experience for anyone who's been to an ATS game and taken the Metro. Or to any baseball game and taken a metro. Right, I guess you could apply this to. You could apply this to New York. You could apply this to. Japan. Boston. Chicago. I guess, yeah. Atlanta. There, there are other baseball teams. Well, no, but I'm thinking. I'm thinking specifically at the metro stop. That's really where I'm. Like it's it's the the feel of the metro station. I'm going off of his. Of, of, trains, um, what is it? Like armory. Tra- it's it's like armory waterfront or something. Yeah. Or no, now it's armory stadium. Is what it's called. Yeah. 
Hey, do so, we want to actually talk about what we were going to talk about today? Yeah, fucking, yeah, we'll just go off. <laughs> uh, so we're not supported by whatever the fuck that is behind Brenna, or Stardew Valley, which is behind Jacob, or Exercise Equipment, which is behind me, or by Dos Equis, which I'm drinking, very obviously, on camera. Or by cats. Or by cats. Just like cats in general, or like cats the movie, or cats the musical, or... Yes. Okay. Huh. Okay. Yes. Sorry. No, I got I got a text that uh, campus is shutting down entirely, and I work mm. on campus, so looks like I'll right. to, looks like I'll have to uh, offer voiceover work on Fiverr now. <laughs> this is sort of related to what we're talking about. <laughs> in so. a way, yeah. Right. You, you know what? Back. So we'll welcome it, to the Apocalypse we'll episode of the Dr. Z Show, where you are invited to the apocalypse that you have to be at because it's happening on Earth. Yay. Get wrecked. So, media to consume when you have infinite time, assuming you are smart enough to survive the apocalypse. If you're not smart enough to survive the apocalypse, please disregard everything after <laughs> this moment. Great. Now that they've okay, left. Now that only the smart people are left, <laughs> let us continue. And so, do we want to? If you're smart enough, then you might want to leave. You you might. No, this is the time when you just needlessly flatter everyone watches your show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. That would be up. a first. <laughs> well, thanks for being smart. <laughs> so. You're smart. Do we want you... to start. Jacob, stop. <laughs> If I have to tell you to stop interrupting somebody, you've interrupted someone too many times. I mean, look, Jacob is obviously the heartthrob of the show who has to keep everyone on their side. Right? Yeah, well, because we know no one who watches this show is on my side. I don't <laughs> even have a side. It's like a corner. You keep threatening the throat punch people, so... People don't want to stop present. deserving to be throat punched. Like, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. A corner requires at least two sides. Jacob, shut the fuck up. Jacob, I will punch you in the throat. Do we want to start with apocalypse-themed media, or strictly the media that we wish to consume? Well, we have a list of questions here. So we do. We should read from the list. Well, so the first question is... But Brad is not allowed to read from the list, because it will inherently taint it. And you're welcome for the interruption. I'll shut up now. The first question on the list is what makes good quarantine media? Is it escapism, realism, anotherism, or long things that you've been putting off? For me, I feel like it's. Leave a pause for the dick jokes to be made. Okay. I'll continue. Thank you. For me, I feel like it's a combination of all three. I feel like you gotta, you gotta, you know, enjoy the flavors of life, right? Sometimes you wake up and you just think, man, this sucks. I'm gonna go watch a bunch of zombie movies. <laughs> and then sometimes you wake up and you're like, man, today's a great day. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna watch the entirety of this TV show that I've been meaning to watch 
forever. You know, what, like, what entire TV show can you watch in one day? Freaks like, and series. Geeks. Not, not TV show, but series. Freaks and Geeks. That's true. I have done it. That's how I know. Clerks, the animated series. Mm-hmm. True. True. That is true. Could, I feel like if you tried hard enough, you could probably watch all of Freaking Morty. What? They're like 22 minutes? Yeah. There's like three seasons, 22 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you watch all of Cowboy Bebop. Oh, Bebop, totally. Um, Firefly. Firefly, definitely. And the movie. Um, you could even watch the movie, too. You can, Yeah, you could throw Serenity in there, call it a day. Um, Sherlock. You, I, I feel like it's so long now that you, you might not be able to. No, it's, it's three hours, roughly, for each season. Maybe three. No, maybe, no they're maybe, like an hour and a half each. Maybe four and that's a half. That's like four and a half hours for each season. Yeah. That's four seasons, though. So it's. But you could still watch it all 18 in one hours. day. A day is 24 hours. Well, I get, I, okay, I, I thought there were, I thought there was a fifth season. Am no, I insane? Are, no. And the fifth season is garbage. I haven't, I don't think I watched the last season. I'm what was that sure. voice? You've never used that <laughs> voice. You've never used that voice on the show before. It was his, like, Mad Hatter voice. That's the voice I'm going to use for my voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> you are a bitch. <laughs> Here, so here's the thing. Here's the, so you'll use that voice. I'll use my gnome voice. Oh no 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 no! We can't. <laughs> no, I I refuse. Uh, It'll be great. What? Is it anything like your like weird little kid voice? Because that one's it's, scary. It's similar. It's similar. What is? <laughs> I'm I'm hesitating to ask this question, but I need to know. What is your gnome voice? It's the voice I do when I need to sound like no, a No, I know what it means. What does it sound like? Um, let me, let me, I have to, <clears throat> I'm so sorry, I have to warm up, you know. <clears throat> Hi guys, hello. Oh god, it's that voice, okay. <laughs> it's this I've voice, that it's voice very similar. Before. So it's a little bit similar. That's the same voice. That's the same voice you use when you try to sound like my sister. Is it? I don't think it is. It is. That's, that's where not, I've heard it before. That's not at all my intention. <laughs> not. I swear. But is it wrong? Not... No. Anyway. Moving so on. The little so, kid voice is a little more nasally. That's really the difference. So I disagree with with you because you can't you can't really escape if you're experiencing realism. Because realism is like trying to emulate something that you but like my, that is tangible, that is real in your life. Uh, my point was more that you're not trying to escape sometimes. Sometimes you just want to like feel your feelings of suck. Do you never wake up and just think, man, I, like this, this like stress and anger and like sadness that I'm feeling, I want to feel that in its like holistic nature and then I'm just gonna like move on? 
like listening to Lincoln Park. Like, you ever like not listening lose? to Lincoln Park. Always fun, Jacob. I'm not always fun. I've become so numb. <laughs> All right. No, I understand. Now I understand where you're coming from. Um, so the the issue with the the realism with like a pandemic event. Jacob, that- we said we weren't going to use the word. We said we're not using this word. By we, I mean me. I said we weren't going to use that word. The first word you use, <laughs> pandemic. That's a great game. It was Jacob. the very first word I said, you know, like when I was learning to speak. <laughs> pandemic. Ama, dada, pandemic. <laughs> He's going to say his first words. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> Okay, so with realism, um, I'm actually going to include, like, zombie movies, even though they're not, like, realistic, um, because it's portraying events that are, like, adjacent to, uh, what people are going through right now. It's that feeling of doom and and, and threat. And isolation. And isolation, yeah. 28 Days Later, I think 28 Days Later perfect the the very beginning of 28 days later where he wakes up in the hospital and just like wanders out and he's like yeah um so contagion contagion's a really good movie um Mm -hmm. i don't know if you like want to watch that during the quarantine but a lot of people have because it was a very very popular movie on netflix yeah Yeah, that's it's a really good like it's a really good representation of just how disease spreads. And yeah. As I continue to and, touch and reactions and reactions to uh, the P word that we won't say. Right. And yeah. and is it famous? No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um the and, and on that same thrill, a kind of a lesser known movie that I wanna it has nothing to do with genitalia, okay? <laughs> I will officially get that out of get that out of here right now. Um, a movie that I think everyone should go watch that's kind of in the same vein as Contagion is Pontypool. Um, it's a lesser known film. It didn't have a really good release. However, I believe it's still on Netflix. I I know I watched it on Netflix several years ago. And Pontypool, it's this weird Canadian horror film, and. It's basically a zombie apocalypse. It's basically a zombie apocalypse. It's about a kind of a a morning disc jockey who is doing his show and then hears about all this weird, like, these weird things happening in in Pontypool, Canada. And then kind of, we kind of find out that it's an epidemic of some kind and it's them trying to survive this epidemic that they don't know they can. So I highly recommend it. Do they all die at the end? Do you really want to know the answer? Yes. Yes. See, I sincerely believe that movies where all of the main characters die, or they, or some of them make it to the end of the movie and then die, unless it is related heavily to the theme of the movie, 
that that inherently makes it worse. So continuing it, on the zombie so continuing on the zombie movie thing, the the Dawn of the Dead remake with Ving Rames. There are other uh-huh. actors in the movie, but it is the Dawn of the Dead remake with Ving Rames. That's that's what it is. That's the full title. Yes. So all of the main characters get picked off as they do in a horror movie. And then during the end credits, they're like filming themselves escape like the main characters that still are still alive film themselves like escaping on this boat to this island, but then it turns out that there are zombies on the island that it is assumed, since they do not make it back to the boat, that they are all killed. But then they made more movies that weren't... They were only related tangentially to the first movie in that they had zombies in them. See, but here's the difference with Pontypool, right? With Pontypool, it's the nature of the disease. And I don't want to spoil it, but, like... You could look it up on Wikipedia. The Wikipedia... You can or the, yeah, the, the Wikipedia Google, On Google, actually. The Google, um... The Google little five-sentence blurb spoils the entire movie. movie. And it's incredibly frustrating for me, as someone who, like, watched that film and got to, like, feel that, like, <gasps> moment. It'd be like, uh... It, it's like watching... I don't know. It's like watching Star Wars knowing ahead of time, that Darth Vader is Luke's dad. Okay, hold on. Hold on, because Star Wars. So, (sighs) Vader is literally German for father. Yeah. Yeah. Someone somewhere had to put two and two together before the Empire Strikes Back got almost to the end of the movie. So what you're saying is everyone who spoke German should have been like, guys, 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 this is my prediction. I mean, you know, I bet, I bet people wouldn't have believed them in the same way that no one believed me that they were going to try and push Kylo and, and Rey together in a love interest. Raylo. Raylo. But it wasn't Kylo Ren. That's this is the defense that I've heard that it was not Kylo Ren. It was Ben Skywalker. That's that's the whole defense. That's it. That's the whole thing. Bah. Who cares? He's too sweaty for anyone's love. What? <laughs> He's too sweaty for anyone's love. He is all sweaty and weird looking. <laughs> Okay. No, I, I can get behind that. Oh, God. As long as I'm downwind or upwind, I can get behind that. So, are there any other kind of pieces of media that have that, you know, that apocalyptic feel in this way? Because... Any- uh, no- any other well, uh, than world of other than world of warcraft any mmorpg after 6 months i don't know i i the blood the the curse of blood thing from world of warcraft is a literal virus that's, that's interesting no that's an interesting point you're right jacob do you know the story i know zero about world of warcraft after i realized it's an- 
in months. It's an incredibly oh, interesting kind of. I'm gonna I'm gonna super Mickey Mouse it for everyone because otherwise I would get really into it and it would take up the entire rest of the show. Yeah. But so basically, what happened was, I actually don't know how it started. Somebody did somebody glitch so they, something. So they did an update, and in the update, oh, it was part of the include, update. Okay. It was part of the update, and in the update, there was a new boss introduced, and. This mm-hmm. boss, yeah, okay. when you were fighting it, uh, would curse you. And it would kind of... The idea was that it was like letting your blood and that you would lose health. Um, but it could be cured. Um, that's like... If it was cured by like a healer of some kind, you could cure it or at least stave it off. No, you couldn't... You You had to cure it by defeating the boss. There was like a room or an item or something. Oh, so it yeah, had, yeah. It had to do with staying in the boss arena or in the in the raid. It was it was a new raid that was introduced, and so this boss would would curse you with this affliction, and you would slowly lose your health until you died. It would kill you. Like, so, someone, someone, it was able to leave the raid. Pets. It was the pets. It was the it was the companions. Yeah. Yes. So it could it could curse your your companion pet as well or your. But I, I think there were also people like healers who had just left the raid because they didn't care about the loot. I think that happened a few times with some people. So that's also how it kind of kept going with people. The pets. The pets was the first way that it got out, though. The pets was the major so way. Yes. You could, in in World of Warcraft, you can dismiss your pet. And when you do that, it just sort of, like, goes to this, like, nebulous, like, whatever, like, plane of existence. Pokeball. Like, mm-hmm. sort of, yeah, sort of. It just, like, it just, like, sort of ceases to exist until you call it again. So, you would have your pet with you, like, to carry more loot or whatever, during the raid. The raid boss would curse you and, and your pet, and your pet would have this affliction. And you would dismiss your pet. Before it died. Before it died. So whether or not you completed the raid, whatever, you left the raid, you don't have this affliction anymore, you call your pet. Because of the nature of how the affliction worked, it affected everything around it and gave it the same, like, disease debuff. In, in, the, in a similar kind of, like, viral way. So... Entire servers, like, were just littered with dead players. And the actual, actually, and this is horrifying, the way that they fixed the bug was they rolled back the servers to before the raid was introduced. Mm-hmm. They so they effectively, effectively, Blizzard created an extinction event that restart that restarted everyone at before the raid happened. And what I think what I find most fascinating about the whole thing is how virologists and study it. scientists study this event and how people how reacted to it. Right? Cuz there were people who would go like high level people who would go infect themselves who were healers and they just down healing potions and infect as many people as they could. There were people selling snake oil Cures. There were people selling, yeah, like in everything that and people there were people do that in would, real life. There were people that oh. would call their pet in the middle of like a sanctuary area where people were like, "Okay, no one has the virus, right?" And everybody was like, "Yeah, yeah we're good." 
So people would go into there, those areas, and call their pet, and everyone was infected. And then would instantly, like, die. Those low-level characters, there was nothing they could do about it because it was a high-level raid. So those, like, level 10, level 11 characters who were kind of stuck on the server would just get insta-wiped. And since, because of the way the World of Warcraft progression works, as a level, like, 80 character, you can go to the beginning area where you first learn, like, how to play. So yeah. people would hang out there and infect other players. Infect these level 1s, level 2s who are just starting the game. I, I, I do like that, though, that, that it is studied now by virologists and scientists as to how a disease spreads. Well, and, and it's not just how a, how a disease spreads, it's also how humans, so sociologists will also use it in conjunction with virologists. To see how humans react and how society collapses, doesn't collapse. How there were still healers who, like, desperately were trying to heal these low-level people and, like, keep them alive long enough for them to go take them through the raid and finish them through the raid. There were entire swaths of clerics whose entire job was they were infected already. So they just had to keep the, like, 12 people in the back who are the low-levels who wanted the cure. That was their, their entire job in the raid. Was to just keep people alive, including themselves. And it's bonkers. As a healer in a raid would do anyway, but the point was to attempt but to But they weren't them. healing they weren't healing the actual people. They were healing these people who wanted the cure. But and see the problem the problem with that is the raid would set you back to the beginning area where people were already infected, waiting to go into the raid to uninfect themselves. So it was just this kind of vicious cycle of like. It was so they just, just had to cyclical, you know. They and so Blizzard was like, "Look, we don't know what the fuck to do." So extinction event, like wipe everything post raid. <laughs> yes, cyclical. S i c k l i. So when you say everything except it was World of so sick. It was contagious. Contagious. <laughs> I didn't even think to bring that up when I when I post posed the idea for this episode. I did not even think to bring up the WoW event. That's why I'm here. Color commentary. No. Red. <laughs> so I I think <laughs> I want to I want to say that most zombie games like zombie based games mm -hmm. that I've played don't really don't really push that like sort of apocalyptic feeling. No. Because they're always very contained. When you said when you said like when you when you brought that up before we discussed the wow event my first thought was dying light because to me that is that is the most like poignant like we're stuck here we cannot escape there are zombies yeah but what, what then what kills it for me is the con the contact with the outside world which still exists and the fact that it is only happening in a contained area it's only happening in the one city 
as far yeah. as you know. As far right. as you know, there are theories, but as far as you know, it's only happening there. See, I think I think the key, and and maybe this is something that they're that the game developers of these style of games are trying to avoid, is they don't want you as the player to lose hope while you're playing these games, right? That's true. That's true. So they they want there to be a sense of tension and a sense of like the last of us right they want that sense of tension they want you to care about these characters but they don't want you to give up because ellie's been bitten because there's like the possibility and the imminence of of death Mm. they they want you to work through it they want you to work through your fears of death while playing resident evil (laughs) i sort of understand that Oh, I totally get it, and it, I think it's—I don't know. I would disagree with Resident Evil because Resident Evil is too like comical to be like taken yeah. seriously. Um, I would also disagree with like Left 4 Dead because the like no Left 4 Dead zombies are like a vehicle for the primary yeah. gameplay loop. Yes. No, Left 4 Dead. I, I I disagree. I don't know Resident Evil, the the newest one. I feel like kind of. Seven. Yeah, see, seven. and I disagree. See, and I disagree with that because it happens to one person, and it takes place on such a tiny scale that you can't really you can't apply it to like a larger sort of plot. Also, the fact that the zombies are the zombies are there; they're not what the game is about. They're yeah. about the game is about these like crazy people that live in this house. It's not about the zombies. The zombies just—they just exist in the game. But they are the zombies. That's that's the thing is that these are the sentient. But they 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 become these like horrific creatures by studying them. Like that's kind of what the game's. In my opinion, that's what the game's about. Is more that they've like, become the thing that they. Resident Evil Seven. With the unpopular fungal... opinion, I did not like Resident Evil Seven. It was okay. Um, if we want to talk about a game about impending doom, Pikmin, the first one. Holy shit, you're right. The, the Pikmin, I, not, I didn't play Pikmin 3, full disclosure, I did not play Pikmin 3. I haven't played Pikmin 2 or 3. 2, 2 is more forgiving with the time limit. There's no time limit in 2. Well, there's, there is a time in, term, in that the days pass. But, but the but you can go an infinite an, an, a theoretically infinite number of days, in Pikmin one absolutely. Do you want to do you want to describe Pikmin? So in Pikmin, the very first game, you have thirty days to fix your rocket and escape the poisonous atmosphere because like you you crash land on this planet, um, okay, and you have to you you get help from you know this local sentient race that likes to follow. Like they're little plant, cute guys. Okay. Um, and the Pikmin. The Pikmin. They're Pikmin, yeah. Yeah, and you, they will follow your lead, and you use them to fight off monsters and to carry parts of your ship back um, to you know your rocket. To and you have to like at night, you have to fly up into the atmosphere because otherwise you get swarmed by monsters. Um, and like, it's you're on this, this brutal planet and there's it's unforgiving about its timeline like you have 30 days in game time and the certain amount and the yeah and the days pass you can see the sun sort of like move across the screen as the day progresses Mm. the most grating thing i've ever seen 
happen to someone in Pikmin is on day 30, they're car- the Pikmin are carrying the last piece of the ship towards the ship. There is there is nothing stopping them. They're just they have to move slowly because this whatever they're carrying is heavy. Mm-hmm. And the day ends before they make it to the ship. That's so infuriating. Game over. You fucking lose. Try yeah. again. I only I played it with a guide like years later when I when I first started playing. I was like, oh man, this is crazy hard. Um, but then I played it with a guide a few years ago, um, and it was. A lot easier. I finished it in like 13 days or so um, of in-game time. Um, but unforgiving. Pikmin I mean, 2 Pikmin 2 was unforgiving in the sort of like grinding aspect you had to do. But it was it was very forgiving because the the story, if you call it that, is that you make it you you bring like a souvenir to your son at the end of Pikmin 1 and you're like your company your freight company or shipping company or something goes out of business while you're away and you return and you're like oh no and then this machine that belongs to your company is like oh this souvenir you brought is worth like all this money so your boss like restarts the company and sends you and another person back to this planet to gather these like items that are like everyday everyday like real world items like parts of a globe or like a shoe or i think one of them's a bottle cap or whatever and they're all worth like a certain amount of money and then once you amass this amount of money you need then you are allowed to return and the game ends but it's you have infinite time to do that. Hmm. The I I mean like again we want to talk about like stressful and imminent danger. Oregon Trail. Anytime you play a first-person shooter. Well, anytime I play a first-person shooter, oh. yes. <laughs> but Oregon Trail. You have died of dysentery. You've died of dysentery. Yeah, like. I never very got clear... dysentery playing Oregon Trail. Like really? my my characters, I never, I of course never got dysentery, but my characters never got dysentery playing Oregon Trail. It it never happened to me. They'd always the... like get cholera and like break their leg, yeah, and then they would die from like a broken leg or something something dumb. And then I was like, what the heck? Like why? The... Why can't I die of dysentery? The Oregon Trail board oh, game, if no one's played it, is very fun. Yeah, there's a card game. So you, you just said a board game. So it's a card game, board game. So it's a card game, I guess technically. That's no. So you set up on a table a start point and an end point. And then you have to build the path with people and you have to make sure it lines up with the previous card and then at the end of it you stack them all up, and then the last road piece will connect to the first road piece, and then you have to like create these stacks of cards to get you from the one side of the table to the other. It's it's harder to explain than it is to play. It's very fun, but it still has the like you can draw a card and like you have dysentery. Well, yeah, it's like you have dysentery. You need to 
like get this item, like use this item to cure this. Like I think it's probably water or something, like or medicine. Like you've okay. broken an axle. Your ox got stolen. Like and you have supply cards and you can use the supply card. It's very it's a very interesting game and I, I really think more people should play it. I think it's very fun. Um, yeah, and then there's like a side hunting game, so you can play the hunting game just on the table with cards. It's very fun. <laughs> so there's a mini game inside yeah. of the actual but game? Yeah, but it's also a separate game that you can play on your own and just see who scores the most points. Oh, so, okay, so it's like Resident Evil 4, the case organization game with the zombie shooting mini game. Yes, sure. <laughs> I understand. Okay. We've talked a lot about realism-ish, like things that mimic awfulness going on in the world. What what are some good escapist media? What's some good escapist media to consume? I think in the same boat, in the same boat, Stardew Valley and Minecraft are like okay. that tranquil. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put them in the. Okay, here's why I don't put them in the same category, because. Correct me if I'm wrong. Does Stardew Valley have a definite end? Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. But so does technically so does Minecraft, right? Like you fight the Ender Dragon, and like that's kind of the end. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. I see. I see the case you're making. Yeah. Okay. I actually. I'll be right back. Continue to play. Okay. No. I, talk. I see. I. I see. So. So that in the terms in terms of like the tranquility and like the game is is like you use it as an escape from reality. Mm -hmm. Um but along that same vein I would put like an MMO or like Skyrim or the The Witcher is a good example because it's long, but it's a bad example because it does have a definite end. And you can't, like, you don't, like, continue after that. Um, Skyrim, in theory, never ends. If you complete every single quest in the game, there will still be characters that, like, have you go to locations and, like, retrieve items. And those are the only quests that are left. But with that, with that caveat, that, that small young caveat, uh, the game does not... <laughs> the, the um the game does not actually have an ending and and i have to i have to put this on sort of my list just to tout its greatness once more um age of empires specifically mm. age of empires 2 definitive edition because because of the infinite ways that you could play the game okay yeah i can see that there yeah. there are there, there are a set number of specific seeds for maps, but there are so many different kinds of maps and so many different civilizations that it would take you longer than a lifetime to play every single civilization on every single seed. It's, it's on the every single map. Yeah, yeah, it's the permutations. Yeah, yeah, I get I, that. I'm actually more in the boat of I want stuff that has and i don't know if this is just you know with people having work being such a big part of 
life and everything of you know having a definite beginning and end to certain activities um i don't know that i want to do something that i could just do forever like i would want if i was playing minecraft i would want to have a, a goal in mind like hey i want to build this thing in minecraft and then spend you know the amount of time to do that um, well, well, I understand or, what you are saying. You are missing the point of the question, and the point of the question is: What do you do? What media is good to consume after that or during an apocalypse event? So, the purpose, why you are consuming this media, is that it does not have an end. So we well, know who would go crazy. Now we know which host would go crazy first during an actual apocalyptic event, and it would be Jacob. <laughs> Well, there would be just, like, see, the thing that I don't like, okay, have you seen uh, the music video for the song Shelter by, like, Medeon and Porter Robinson? That was a very specific question, and did you actually think either of us were going to answer with a yes? Okay, everyone should watch it, you should watch it after this, because um, I don't want to, shoot, now I don't want to spoil anything, but maybe I just have to. Uh, it's 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 a beautiful music video, regardless of if you know the ending. Well, um, as Brenna and I cannot pause, everyone else can pause and go and watch the video and come back. Okay. Explain. So in that there there's an apocalypse event. Uh, this guy, kind of like Superman, this guy sends his daughter in a rocket away from the planet because it's going to blow up. Um, and she and the music video is about her uh, in this virtual reality um, where she can do anything. She can do literally anything that she wants, like in this virtual reality. But in real life, she is trapped in this rocket in space, and like her like muscles are all atrophying because she can't move um, or do anything. And that's kind of how I would feel with just like escapism forever. If that yeah. happens in Okay, I, in Fallout, this is what that immediately reminds me of. In Fallout 3 and in Fallout New Vegas, that happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That happens. In Fallout 3, there's a vault that you have to go to, required as part of the story. You have to go to this vault and enter a virtual simulation that these people are living in and have been living in for like a mm -hmm. hundred some years. And there's this like psychologist that's just like fucking with them. Yeah, and there's like this wildly specific, like thing that you have to do if your like speech skill I think isn't high enough to convince the scientists to let everyone out. Yeah. There's like this set of wildly specific things that you can do to escape the reality, or to cause it to fail. Mm -hmm. In Fallout New Vegas, this is ruining a huge plot point of Fallout New Vegas. And if you haven't played it yet, you're fucking you're late as shit. So I'm not worried about spoiling it. Um. In Fallout New Vegas, Mr. House has been living, like, as a computer for the entire, like, apocalypse. Mm -hmm. And you you can go into his, like, little bunker and, like, free him, kind of. But he's, like, this shriveled up, like, corpse-looking, like, skeleton. And if you leave him out... Of his little chamber that's been keeping him alive, he'll die. Or you just you don't have time for that shit, and you bring him out, and then you shoot him in the face, and he dies from that as well. 
So, um, that's so as far as like escape. That's what that reminds me of. I had to. I, guess, I had to point that out. I guess this is more about just media in general. Even if it's escapism, even if it's something you're doing to uh, pass the time, or you know, not have not not worry about things that you worry about normally. Um, I like things to have an end somewhere because if they don't have an end, that fact will hit me eventually, and it's scary. Like it's. Mm. What do you mean? So like, just contemplating forever isn't my cup of tea. Always. Oh, like it's like, like eternity, like the idea yeah. of eternity. No, I yeah. know, I know exactly what you're feeling about because yeah. that's the type of thing I. That's in the back of my mind at three in the morning, and it comes to the front of my mind, and I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. So no, I know exactly. I know exactly what you were talking. There about. are good things to that, like being married to my wife. Like that's great. Like that's that's a fun eternity to contemplate. Um, being like trapped, playing Minecraft forever. No, that's not an eternity I want to contemplate. But see, see, you're not trapped though. You decide. That's that's part of that's the escapism part. Is you are deciding to play Minecraft. You can stop playing Minecraft at any time. But and I do think what something he, I, else. I think what he's saying though is like, and I, and I understand this too. It's part of why I don't like Minecraft. Is it's not necessarily the choice of stopping. It's the feeling of accomplishment of completing a task. Yes. Yes. It's like. It's, you're that's why you're I never don't like Minecraft. Up. Yeah, that's why I don't like Minecraft. It says there's no tasks to complete. Like there is, but there's not. But there is, but there's not. <laughs> it's you not like yourself up. I like the way I like the way that zero punctuation puts it. And if you've not watched zero punctuation, you gotta watch zero punctuation because Yahtzee is fucking hilarious. It's from the Escapist magazine. It's on YouTube. That's on the Escapist website. It's great. But I like the way Yahtzee puts Minecraft, and that you have to give yourself a project. Minecraft is like a model railway set. Something that you are super invested in that bores to tears everyone around you, except one person one day is going to be like, that's pretty cool. And you're going to be like, see, that's not everything my... was worth it. That's just not my thing. Like, I'm not into city builders. I'm not into things like Factorio. I just, like... Those things kind of like give me anxiety because it's like I just don't know where to start or where to begin or where to like. It's like, so okay. It's so large and so open. It's open-ended so overwhelming. That... And then you can say like, but then you just have to do like one task, and it's like, yeah. And but one I don't task know which... turns into three hundred tasks. Okay. Right. I don't know which task to do first. Like, what's more important, getting rock first or iron first? Like, rock. It's it's Not stuff like that. Like, it's. I'd much rather play something like Stardew Valley that's like, okay, this is a farming simulator. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go buy all these fucking parsnips, you're going to plant them, and you're going to wait like six days. And hey, while you're waiting, go to the mine. Just go hang out in the mine. Go do that. This is why, and, and to connect it to sort of now and... What I've been doing in between playing Doom Eternal, which has, which is surprisingly short, 
despite being called Doom Eternal. But mm-hmm. Animal Crossing. It's yeah. it's the daily life. It's it's exactly. the and Harvest Moon is like this and Stardew Valley is like this and that it's it's the routine. You wake up in the morning, you go You go check parcel Fossils. You go and dig up fossils. You take them to the museum. You donate them to the museum. Then you go fishing. Then you plant some flowers. Then you build some furniture for your neighbor who needs new furniture. When you when you then you make pleasantries with your island, like natives. This sounds very much like the. um, It sounds very much like you're like a very old person in like a Japanese society because they have this idea of like everything's kind of like you live your day even if you don't have anything to do you find things to do and like even if your important task of the day that's the point of Animal Crossing is there there are things that you can accomplish like getting a bigger house or whatever but nothing is pushing you to do that there's right. no, like, you need this now. Like, you need no, to but, accomplish this task to proceed. But in your brain, you're like, oh, it'd be nice if I had a bigger house. Or like, hey, I finally have enough bells to do that. Exactly. Exactly. And maybe that's just the kind of game I enjoy. Yeah, is you- the, the lazy, like this is my routine and it's less stressful than your actual life because you don't have a job and you don't have right. bills to pay and you don't have to do this and well, you, you don't do have, have to do that and then you get loans. to eat for six hours. What? You do have loans. That is important. In, well, in yes. You do you have know that Tom Nook is part of the Animal Crossing Mafia. But, but he's it, very but forgiving. I, I kind of feel that way about like Fallout though too. Like Fallout doesn't have... Like, you can kind of go about the tasks in whatever... Like, aside from the main story, there's, like, a bunch of side quests you can just kind of do. Maybe that's how I play Fallout. <laughs> I mean, Skyrim is... all. That's also Skyrim minus... It's also Skyrim, the yeah. Guns. Oh, yeah. I remembered something. Um, so just one the, thing? Uh, yes, just one thing. But I'm, a single thing. Um... So, for the same reason of, like, oh no, there's an eternity, and there's oh, infinity, no. um, is, that's the reason I get burnt out on magic sometimes, is because mm. I, I love deck building, but when I realize that I can do literally anything and could spend my entire life building different things, yeah, kind of like, eh, like. That's why, that's why I always just try to find, like, a card type I like, or like a concept that I'm I'm very into, like specificity. Yeah, when you when you start narrowing yourself in infinity, it makes things easier to kind of swallow. This yeah. has become a, a an interestingly philosophical episode of the Doctor yeah. Show. I mean, we are talking about the imminent death of the human race. That's fine. Got nothing better to do. Yeah, we're locked up in either our house or not our house, and <laughs> isn't that always true? Though, it's well, a sometimes you're not locked up. 
outside. Be, I guess you, you, you could be locked up outside. But you're locked... You could be locked... Like, what is a house, though? You could use house very no. broadly to, to define, like, the earth. Or no, no. The, Wait, why the... would you do that? No, I'm trying to ruin it. Let me have this. You're you know what I mean. in ruining it, so... You know what I mean, though. I don't know what you mean. You are always locked up whether whether you are in your house or not. You're stuck See, but you're on not Earth, always locked or up. you're stuck you're... on Earth and the moon, or Earth and the moon, and if Elon Musk <sighs> has his way on Mars, or in the galaxy, no, no, or no, no, in no. the universe. Hey, Anthony, you're going you're too stuck. big. You're going too big. Your, your brain, which is you, is trapped in your body at all times. <laughs> No, guys, guys, come on. Oh, oh, yeah, I don't the Matrix. <laughs> spore. Ah, uh, spore. Yeah. Once you get to galaxy stage, it's literally infinite. Well, I mean, it goes until your computer runs out of memory, but in theory, it's infinite. Spore. Plague Inc. It has an end goal, but you can at least simulate the death of the human race. Never played Plague Inc. Yeah, boy, has actually wiped oh. out all, all traces of the human race. <laughs> that's why I always name my. That's why I always name my uh, my disease Dad Boy. I Dad Boy has successfully eliminated all life on Earth. I name mine Beefy Cat, which is a really specific joke that I have with my Kentucky friends. In, that makes it sound like you. No, <laughs> Kentucky friends, chicken. You're not allowed to speak anymore. Um, have you ever gotten the Russians and the Americans into nuclear war on Plague Inc.? I have. It's yes. very specific. It's very specific. Oh, it's very specific. It takes a very funny. Yes. If you can get it, to, if you can get it to work. Um, I just realized that a plague would be a really good uh, third plot arc for my D&D campaign. <laughs> because I didn't know what was going to happen after the first two major plot events. We had a plague in our D&D game. But that's because our druid of Obad High decided to cut up a and dismember a goblin and throw those goblin pieces at its friends to try and scare the goblin pieces and Obad High is like what? No. Don't do that. See, I don't have to have a plague in my D&D campaign because the plague of my D&D campaign is the party of murder hobos that run through the D&D campaign. That's the plague. <laughs> That's punish them for being murder hobos. Oh, they're being punished. No, they're being punished. Don't worry about that. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you are being punished. <laughs> you know who you are. I know you watch the show. You're being punished. So, I feel like we've neglected movies in this escapism, and the best. Oh, that's true. You can the watch best. Fun all. You can watch fun stuff. You can watch all of the Marvel films. See, but that wouldn't that that takes a a shockingly that takes up a shockingly small amount of time. In contrast to watching, like, all of One Piece. Well, yeah. 
But I'm which, saying these for are reference, you can for those do. who do not know about One Piece, it is the scientific term is long as fuck. Are they past without? They're past a thousand, right? I believe so. I Jake was going to look are. it up. Yes, Jacob is the researcher this episode. Nine twenty-four. Oh, they're so close. You can and watch. about 500 of those are filler. <laughs> oh, wow. You're being, you're being kind and saying only 500 are filler. From, from what I've heard, it's like 700. <laughs> you can watch all of Naruto. Naruto could... is also long as fuck. It is not as long as One Piece, but it is quite long. You could watch all of Supernatural. Why would you want to, though? I don't know, because you've already invested nine and a half seasons and you've been needing to get back around to it? That was a point that was brought up in the list of questions. Is Correct. You could, you could do things that you've been putting off or that are lower on your priority list because you have infinite time. So, like, the example I gave was watch the Parasite movie. I understand that the movie is very good. I understand the movie is very interesting. I understand the movie is very thought-provoking. I am interested in watching the movie, but it is so low on my priority list, and things come up that are higher on my priority list that I might not ever watch the movie. Yeah. But, if I have, to scare Jacob, infinite time, I... I could watch the Parasite movie. Maybe I'll finally finish An Infinite Jest. The book. An Infinite uh, Jest. I was like, what? It's 1,065 pages long? It's not infinity pages long? No. Thank, no, it's already too long. It's, al it's so long. There's and it's so... Yeah, David Foster Wallace is so dead. <laughs> And it's tragic that he is dead because he committed suicide, but like... But apparently he was also a bit of a piece of crap. Yeah. He, he was, was also what? Kind of a piece of shit. Um, like... Like as a human. Like even sexually assaulting people type work? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I thought you meant like part of him was literally a piece of shit. Like No. I no. mean, that's part like a moral, like an immoral piece of shit. Morally bankrupt. Correct. Um, Not actually, but... Yeah. So, so what, what, what are you going to tell us about this book? I don't, I don't, I don't... I Gotta can't be read. honest, I'm only like 100 pages in and I still don't know what it's about. Um, <laughs> That's how I felt about the really? Silmarillion. I got the 15 pages in the Silmarillion and I was like... This is not interesting to me. My friend, I have a friend who's read the Silmarillion eight times. It's too many times. I've told him it's too many times. It's too many yeah, times. Problem. And it boring as fuck. Holy shit, that book is boring as fuck. And so is the movie. It's what? about Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel. Agony in the Ecstasy. Okay. Uh, it's about Infinite Jest. Yeah. An Infinite Jest... So, what I think it's about is... 
this family, one of them is a child tennis prodigy or something, and then the other is like a drug addict of some kind. And there's something else. There's like another plot and thing. And they're both Tyler Durden. No, it's like... <laughs> I don't know. We should make uh, up what this book look, is about I, based on that information alone. I know what the book's about, guys. Yeah? Go. The very last page has a punchline. JK. The book. <laughs> the the yeah. rest of the book is just a very, very long setup for that punchline. Yeah. It's a shaggy dog joke. It's a shaggy dog joke. What, what's the punchline? To go back to the beginning of the book. Did you miss that? I must have. Yeah. You just read it over and over again. That's why it's the infinite jest. You're in an infinite loop. It's like the... Um, <laughs> it's like On the every knocking... copy of the book, there's glue that's activated by the oils in your hands. So you can never physically put the book down. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that part of the book yet. <laughs> you haven't held it long enough. <laughs> I haven't. No, I don't know. I held it for a really long time. I did that thing. Have you ever been reading a book and then you just no. like are holding it? I can't read. We've been through <laughs> Well, Jacob, you can That's attest to this. you look up the stuff during the show. Yeah, this is why. Yeah. <laughs> Hint to the viewers. The reason why Jacob and I Now we've the reached research. the roast part of the Dr. Z show. <laughs> We didn't start with it this time. <laughs> True. Actually, we did self-roasts at the very beginning. We did do self-roasts at the very beginning. Yeah, we did talk about our terrible movies. Um, but have you ever been, like, reading a book, and you just sit there for a really long time, and you read the same page, because you're like, God, I don't even know what ha what's happening. Why is this... Man, why am I reading these words? I don't know how to read these words. I do know how to read these words, but I don't know how to read these words, because they're just not sticking in my brain. Yes. I I did that about honestly, six Honestly, I, I can honestly say I have not done that. It's because you don't read. <laughs> well, yes, but you get credit for trying. <laughs> I, I, uh, saw, I, I saw a meme that was like, I saw half-work half clerics be like, <laughs> I didn't think you could read. It's the Bible. You get credit for trying. And what is that a reference to? Pirates of the Caribbean, one of Which, them. Which, did we talk about it on record, yes. or did you just read yeah, it we off did. Okay, so we're now we're back to the beginning. Now we watch the entire show over to get to this point. Yeah, so it's... When will like then be does. now? It was a coda. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this whole episode is just codas after codas. <laughs> when will then be now? Now. Now? Is it then? No, it's now. Uh, actually, going back to not being able to read in Naruto, um, there's <laughs> in in one of the arcs, uh, there's like a there's an exam for them to rank up as ninja, and one of the parts of the exam is this impossible test that no one knows the answers to, and they're also they're told that if they're found cheating, they'll be disqualified. But the test is so impossible that they have to cheat to do well on it. So um, if they're and found they're, cheating, they'll be disqualified. Yeah. But they yeah. have to cheat. But they're not. That's yeah, the they're point. Not told to cheat, but so they're the way to succeed. So it's um, part of their ninja training. Yeah. To be like, how sneaky yeah. can you be? Yeah, and there's two people. That's who are, the that's yeah. the voice that they use also. 
Ahoj, ty, kikány, ty. So, I was just imagining, like, Count Chocula or the Count from Sesame Street as a ninja. <laughs> um, one, oh, when she sneaky. used that voice, I was two like, why? Too sneaky. <laughs> okay, oh, anyway. All I think about, sorry, all I think about when I think about Count Chocula, or not Count Chocula, the Count is the, count. Um, the video where they, they censored the word out count. the Count. Yeah. So um, good. So two of the uh, people in there are like, they're plants. And there are people that are actually writing on the correct answers to everything, so that there's... Oh, you know, I thought you meant that they were, like, n- knowing Naruto and how fucking weird it is. I thought you meant they were actually... Yeah, one's a fern, oh, and the other's... different. That's a hydrangea. Later in the series. Um, <laughs> that's, so, some, that's some, like, Yu Yu Hakusho stuff, too. Um, yeah, but, it is. From so, what I know about Yu Yu Hakusho... Okay, so they're plants. They have the correct answers. The not reading thing, though, is that Naruto doesn't get it. Like, he doesn't understand that he's supposed to cheat. Um, And he doesn't know any of the answers to anything because it's this crazy hard test and he's, like, the the lovable idiot, like, strong-headed main character. Um, And he just just stands up, like, during the test. And and he's like, this test is bullshit. Basically, he's like, he's like, I don't care about this test. Like, I'm gonna pass because I'm awesome, and like, I'll show you all someday. Um, Accidentally writes all the correct answers, and then they no no um he everyone hands in their tests at the end, and the teacher looks at it and like he's like he didn't write anything on this. (laughs) (laughs) So are you saying that Naruto can't read? I'm saying that. He can't pass like a test that was designed to be impossible. But the point is, like, he didn't write anything, and the the test was supposed to like cow everyone out of you know the people who stayed, even if they didn't like, even if they weren't stealthy about it, like the people who you know like, because everyone else who was like, oh, like either got caught cheating, um, or um got scared because they're like, ah, oh, there's no way I'll ever pass this and just decided to get up and leave. Like so, they all were the real people who were disqualified. But Naruto just stuck it out. <laughs> Even though he didn't answer anything on the test. This is why I don't watch anime. <laughs> this is this right here. That reason? That's why I don't watch anime. I tried it in one of my classes and they weren't too happy. Yeah, I, I can imagine that. <laughs> this test is bullshit. I'll be the next dean of this college. <laughs> oh no! Believe it. Believe it. I'm gonna be the next Pokage. Oh god. Any final thoughts about any prediction prediction events for what's gonna be the extinction event? Uh, and. How many days are in March? In uh, April. Well, no, yeah. What uh, in the next one, two, three, four, five days? What's what's gonna be the extinction event in the next five days? I don't know, man. Cascade, like volcano blowing up. Like if Mount Rainier goes, that's that's not good. That's not good. Look, I'm just living day to day using. Governor Andy Bashir's fireside chats that get me through the day. 
A- Andy Bashir memes for social distancing teens. <laughs> there was literally an article written about him in which the title is, and excuse me for saying these words, Govern Me Daddy. Oh. There's an actual article written about Governor Andy Bashir in which the title of it is Govern Me Daddy. And I could purchase, if I so choose, chose to, from Kentucky for Kentucky.com, a Govern Me Daddy t shirt. Now, I'm not going to because I'm a sensible, reasonable human being. Until you get drunk and buy it with your friends. <laughs> Until you ironically buy it while drinking with your friends. This is the worst. This is the worst thing that we have ever brought up on the Doctor Z show. Hey, I did it. This is this is nothing has wiki. been worse. Update which the wiki. we couldn't publish. Fun fact: <laughs> the wiki never got published because it it sounded too much like a promotion. Oh. For the Doctor Z show, so we could not publish our our episodes or what the show is about on Wikipedia. Hmm. So if anybody can write a Wikipedia article better than the one that we already have, I mean, I got time. So. <laughs> yeah, we all got fucking all got time. forever now to do that. So uh, we'll we'll get on it. Except we won't. We'll say it's something we're gonna do, and we just fucking won't do it. Yeah. Oh my god! So to end to um, to end on, we got Chinese. Yeah, theory. we got to end on a, a note that's better than literally the worst <laughs> thing we've ever talked about. We got Chinese food the other day, and my fortune cookie said, "Be willing to put off, or be willing, oh, anything that you've put off, you must be willing to die knowing that you didn't do it." And I was <laughs> like, "This is the wrong time to get a fortune like this." <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like a threat. <laughs> Holy shit! Like that's what your fortune actually said. Yes, I think it might still be sitting on the couch over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Yeah, like like. Be okay with the things that you're putting off that you're willing to die and having never done or something. Like, it's... It was incredibly not appropriate for this day and age. Alright, so... What are you willing to die for that you have put off? What are you willing to to know when you have died that you put that off? Put that so in the comments below. <laughs> Let We'd us know in the comments. <laughs> Honestly, I do kind of actually want to know people's answers to that. <laughs> What's the thing? I mean, mine is never watch Breaking Bad. Gotta be honest. I just don't care. What's yours, Jacob? Hmm. Things that I've put off. Uh, I mean, I haven't finished Return of the King. I read the first hundred pages of it. And I, I might be okay with never finishing it. You might be. Okay. Uh, I... Have to finish you think, the you think that there's a possibility that you could be dying or like on your deathbed and be like, man, I really should have finished that book. <laughs> like, Return of the King. Yeah. Those, are, those are his final words. 
And then Everett's like, is that like an omen? Like, is that a prophecy? Is she actually like the next great prophet? (laughs) Abby, do you want to chime in? Hmm. What do you want to? To die having never completed. But it has to be something that you're meaning to do. Because you can't put off things that you're not going to do anyway. Right. Um, reading Jane Eyre, mm-hmm. I know that's valid. But like, if it never happened, I would, I'd be okay. Yeah. There's I, so I, many I, possibilities. I didn't. <laughs> I read Great Expectations. Oh, I've never read that, and I don't need to. It's actually, I like everyone except the main character. <laughs> Those are the worst of books. So when you like have to follow the main character around and you're just like, God, I want to punch you. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the plot of the Artemis Powell books? Yeah, that's why I didn't read them. I get why see, people like Artemis Powell. See, I don't know if I can answer this question because there's so many things that I'm just like. Ooh, here's the ultimate callback. Next episode, we'll start with just whatever it is you'll start the episode with like you know like by doing this like no you'll say whatever it is so like make lasagna welcome back to the dr z show i literally made lasagna on monday it was the first thing i thought get out of my face you are racist Your family makes lasagna on the reg so regularly you are also a racist you're all racist Oh, this has been this asked. has been an episode of the Doctor Z show. Have a nice apocalypse. We will see you next week, maybe. If we're still alive, then. I mean, hopefully. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Doctor Z show. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us on Facebook or YouTube at The Dr. Z Show, through email at thedrzshow at gmail.com, or on Twitter at thedrzshow1, the one like the number. And please leave a review, if possible, on whatever listening platform you use. Thank you.